Welcome back to the Modern Real Estate Agents with Johnny and Lizzie Phillips. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Um, thank you. Really, I went through and looked at our stats this morning. Yeah, I haven't done that in months. Um, and thank you, guys. Love having you here. Yeah. Got another message on the uh, the grams last night. Yeah. From a guy, I think it's Terry. Terry said, "Hey, checking out your podcast. Really enjoy it. Thanks, Aww. man. Thanks, Terry. Thanks, Terry." It's fun. Yeah. Well, update on our flip. Go. We got it under contract. We did. Got it under contract at our desired price. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's gold in them hills, guys. Gold in them hills. Yeah. You guys just got to find it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, what else is going on with you, babe? Um, you know, just dealing with the kids that are hard. Kids yeah. are hard in case you have them and you can relate. Kids are hard. Kids are difficult. If you don't have them, good for you. <laughs> good for you. They're That's fun at all. Nice. But no, I love my kids. I do. I, I really do. But they're also a pain in the ass. Yeah. This week's been hard. And I know that there's so many people in the car right now saying, yes, someone said it out loud. I've been trying <laughs> to say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can uh, love your kids and they can be a pain in the ass at the same time. It's true. Two things can be true. I am a firm believer in that principle. That's right. That's right. I can be hot and have a dad bod all at the same time. Is that what that means? (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) Uh, You are very hot, babe. I I don't have a dad bod, guys. For the record, I've been running two miles in the morning. So For two days. You've done two days. Yeah. That's right, I have. That's four. (laughs) Total four miles. see how long this will last. Your mom? (laughs) Shit. One thing about Johnny, I love him very, very much, but... He doesn't stick to things for very, very long. I've stuck to you for seven years. Well, that's the exception. Womp womp. That's the exception to the rule. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what are we talking about today? Okay, guys. Um, I have a three-part series coming up today. We're starting with episode number one. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the title of this series, so we're not even going to go there. All right, We're just going to call this episode one, right? Like Star Wars. Okay, so but what are we talking about? Oh, well, that's that's a good question. Let me get to my little thing. I've this is looked. episode one of The Unknown. The Unknown. Why don't you put it on the table? Oh. There you go. Okay. All right. Today, guys, we're talking about the effort equation. All right. Uh, there is the 80-20 principle, but we're going to be talking about the Phillips principle. It's the 90-10 principle. All right. Do tell why you feel like it's 90-10 versus 80-20. I mean, just looking back at how my business has progressed. Mm-hmm. I don't think that 20%, 20% is a big piece of your day. It's a big piece of what you do. I think that business comes from a lot less than that. Yeah. And you can isolate it down to even less activity to make it even more, make your focus more direct. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that that's the biggest problem with agents is uh, they're just overloaded with do this, do that. Put this in your time blocking schedule. Do this as well. And it just, everything gets so diluted and you lose focus so quickly that you just, you just die. Yeah. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be talking about that today, guys. Um, and something else about this great principle of mine, I think we're going to be focusing on the word effort. I think that if you put forth any amount of effort, like real effort into this, you will be the top 10% of your market. Mm-hmm. Just naturally, this career attracts people who are not ready 
to be their own boss, I think. Mm-hmm. And they don't know how to how to dial in and really say, okay, I have to make myself show up to work. I have to do the work. And instead, you end up procrastinating and just doing other things because you can. Mm-hmm. Who's holding you accountable? Yeah. So that's what we're talking about today, guys. So stick with us. Um, so I think it's, what's that? Pareto, Pareto. principle? Pareto principle. That's yeah. the 80, 20. Yeah. What's the, what's the book that's, is it the one thing that talks a lot about it? I think it is. I don't know. We probably have it here on the show. Yeah, we do. It's right there. Um, the one thing talks about it. I'm sure other books, a lot of books talk about yeah. it. I think even atomic habits talks about it with like the 80, 20 principle that like 80% of or your 20, results yeah. come from 20%, 20% of, your effort. of your effort. Yeah. Do you know where he came up with that? I can't remember. I can because um, I just read it. Yeah. Tell us. It has nothing to do with that at all, actually. Yeah. No, no it's something about, isn't it like 20% of people? Yep. He observed that 20% of the people owned 80%, 80%. of land in, I think, Italy. Yeah. Because that's where he was. And it's kind of the same thing as like 20% of agents control 80% of. Yeah. Absolutely. In, in anything, 20% of people control whatever it is they do. It would be interesting to line up all of these, like somehow get data on like 50 of these mm-hmm. side by side and see how close to the 80-20 it is. Yeah. Right? I don't know. But I'm going with the 90-10. This is the Phillips principle. All right. And yeah. I am a professional. All right. Pareto. What does he know? So... 10% of the agents are in the top position because they just put forth effort. Do you remember when we got our sign in the in the front yard, top percentage? Yeah. I was like, really? We deserve this? Yeah. <laughs> and I see it all the time on Facebook. I'm like, that person got tops whatever percentage. Like, <laughs> I'm not talking bad about them, but I'm yeah. like, I've seen their work. It's not great work. <laughs> What? That's so mean. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> calling it, it what true. it is. It's true. I agree with that. Where you're like, wow, I did not expect that person to do no. really well. But I mean, at the same time, what, what is, why are those people in that position? What's your one word? Effort. Effort. It exactly. doesn't matter. Like, are they putting in the effort? We don't know. We, we may not know behind the scenes what they're actually doing. But I mean, I firmly believe that putting forth any amount of effort at all is more than most people are doing. And well, but also consistent effort. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's got to be like consistently doing the things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, thank you, babe. Right into my next oh, point. Yeah. All right. Every agent starts this by going on the internet and finding a PDF about the first things you have to do in your 30 days. And if you didn't do that, then I, I don't even know what you were doing. But or ask your broker, what's the first thing right, to do in the first exactly. 30 days? And yeah. you're all gung-ho and you're like, I'm just going to go crazy about this. Kind of what you just made fun of me for, actually. What? Now, now that we're thinking about it. What? Not sticking to things. Yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, I mean, I do have a problem and we'll get into that in a second. It's in the slides. Um, <laughs> but you know, everyone wants to make a hundred phone calls a day and go door knocking in every neighborhood. And- well, I think that's the second step. I think the first step when they download this PDF or when they get into real estate mm-hmm. is they're like, real estate's going to be such easy money. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be making bank by doing nothing. That doesn't work. That is the opposite of what you should go into this career. If you are not an agent with, a, which I know a lot of people who listen to this podcast are not yet agents 
Mm-hmm. If you think that this is an easy, simple career, that no effort is required, that people are just going to be calling you and banging your door down to work with you, that is not the case. No, that's not the case at all. All right, I'm going to say something, and Lizzie may edit this out later. Nah, we don't edit anything else, so be careful what you freaking <laughs> say, dude. Well, I just think it's interesting. You know, I see all the time on these Facebook groups um, of these girls, these beautiful girls, like laying themselves out on like a, a kitchen counter and say, hey, I'm new to real estate. Laying themselves on a kitchen counter? You don't see that? Not laying themselves. I mean... I see people sitting on kitchen counters and... Kind of like leaning out. Listen, okay. all right. I'm, I don't know what you're looking at, but... I'm just saying. Listen, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think that beautiful people sell things very easily. I think it comes easier to them. I think yeah. life comes easier to beautiful people. But um, I think that... Which is so sad. It is. But I think that thinking, okay, well, I have a pretty face, so this is going to work for me. Yeah. I don't that's think that's going to happen. not going to happen in real no. estate. Mm-mm. I think, yeah, I've seen people get in that are attractive, that have done well in other careers, really well in other careers Mm -hmm. and have done well in sales. But I think sometimes in real estate, it is hard to be taken seriously. You have to earn the right to work with people, especially people you know. And so I think that it takes like years before they're like, oh, this person is a serious professional. I should trust them with my largest asset that I own. Just sales as sales is, I think they real estate is lumped into sales, but I think it's a different type of sales because it's a longer term, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're selling something at a store or door to door or whatever it is, your client interaction could be at most 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. This is at least 30 days. And that's if you meet the person, put them under contract that day. Right. And I mean, all there is no other sales that you can be in that is this high value. No. Um, I mean, other <laughs> than like airplane, but like to the average human. Yeah. I actually read, uh, read a, I don't know, Instagram post about that recently. It's like, if you don't feel like you're making enough money, sell something that's more expensive. Right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and this is the one you want to be in for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's, it's no secret that you can make a lot of money in real estate. Mm-hmm. And it's also very difficult to really break into it. And I think we talked about last week about how oversaturated the market is with agents. Mm-hmm. And so you, it is 10 times harder today to get a lead than it was five years ago when we started. Yeah. I mean, the competition is high. Yeah. Super high. And you made a great point. The people around you are going to be the last people to trust you. It's true. Okay. And, and you can fool a stranger into thinking you know what you're doing. Right. But your friends know that you've been licensed for four months. Yeah, they know you just came from Blockbuster. Y'all don't know what Blockbuster is. Target. <laughs> you've been stacking cans at, Star- at Target. Okay, they know that. Yeah. Um, and I, I think, I think it, that's make this e- that makes this even harder for people, yeah. right? Because that means you do have to go out and and just make a name for yourself and meet other leads. Yeah. And that's. I mean, we had, we had Stephen Acre on our podcast like a year ago, actually, mm-hmm. I think almost exactly a year ago. And he was talking about how like he, when he started, would just hound open houses. I mean, he didn't have people, especially in his age bracket. He started about the same age I was. None of my friends were buying houses yet. Mm-hmm. And he would hound open houses, pick up clients from there, find them houses, get listings from that. And so with our open house guide that guys... Is, is on the way. It's it's basically done. Mm-hmm. We're just proofing it right now. And I think we'll have it out this coming week. 
We say so, that every week, but we think. I know. It's just we really want this to be great. We want to have really good appendixes. We want to have all of our resources in there with links to it so you guys can just have it very easy. And that just takes time. And we're running a business. We have two kids. We're I'm doing two podcasts. I'm running social media. Yeah, no. <laughs> all these is... things. And so it's we want to get this to you guys as, as fast as we can, but we don't want to give you shit. <laughs> I'm excited about it. It's, it's a game that we play. You know, it's the play that we run and it works. Mm-hmm. It, it really stinking works. Yeah. So yeah, we're putting it all together for you guys. Um, so the reality of becoming a real estate agent kicks in pretty quickly, right? Mm-hmm. You start off with all this like gung-ho, I'm going to be the best. I'm going to do all these things. But those things take time and they take effort and they take discipline, right? Mm-hmm. And the first thing that you hear from your broker or, or anyone is, okay, time block, right? Do lead gen from nine to 11 or nine to 12. And that's all you do. Yeah. And then from 12 to one, you do this and one to two, you do this. I think that's a good idea, mm-hmm. but I think that in its core is is eliminating and just completely just blowing out of the water this whole 80-20 principle, right? Yeah. Because you're trying to fit in 100% of all of your activities. Well, don't do that. Start with the most important one. Mm-hmm. And once you master that, then just tack on to it, right? Yeah. And the most important thing you can be doing are money-making activities. Mm-hmm. That's what you're here to do, yeah. right? Um, and that's not bad guys trying, being overwhelmed and trying to find the easiest way to do something is not bad. I think that's the human condition. Yeah. I'm a pro at this. That's, that is you to a T babe. <laughs> You're like, uh-uh, I'm going to find I a will way to- find the <laughs> easiest, fastest way to do anything. Which is fantastic. Yeah. Find the easiest, fastest way to do it, but don't neglect the things that have to be done. Yeah. Right. It's my fatal flaw. It's okay. It, I mean, there you go. I'm just sorry. I'm just trying to flip through my things here. You just click the mouse? I could be. Yeah. Okay. All right. So so it's just a backslide, right? You start off 100% and you, even if you were in it for six months and a year and you've got it down and down pat, I think that most people start to backslide. Yeah. And they do less well, and less. If you start getting transactions, then your focus comes off of Legion. Mm-hmm. It's this transaction treadmill, as some yeah. people we're close with call it. It's like you you up your Legion and then you get some leads and you get them under contract and then you're busy with that and then you f- neglect your Legion. So then you're like, oh crap, well, I have nothing. So let me go back to Legion. I mean, we all do it. And we're all yeah. guilty of it. It's not like we're immune to that. But it is really hard to stay dedicated to your lead gen when you have other transactions going on. Yeah. I mean, if you start making twenty, thirty thousand dollars a month, yeah, that's exactly what happens. You got great months, then you stop lead genning, mm-hmm. you have nothing. Mm-hmm. And you're just back and forth and back and forth. And the idea is to continue to lead gen, yeah. to continue to do those those activities even when you're doing fantastic, so it continues to happen. Yeah. Right. And that's the difficult thing, is just finding that one thing and doing it mm-hmm. every single day. Uh, I am really bad about this. I will find activities that get in my way. Yeah. Like, oh, I got to go pick up the dry cleaning. I got to go do this. I have to go do that. Even if it's like, oh, I got to go put up a sign somewhere. That's not a money-making activity. Yeah. These are things that I would be best served paying someone else to do. Mm-hmm. Right. For sure. I mean, I get into that, especially 
having a family, like there are things that I have to do to make the world go round with that. Mm-hmm. But it is it is easy to neglect the things that it, you really have to focus on because they're not the fun, sexy things to do. Like Oh, I could be making my logo. Who yeah. You could be <laughs> making Canva booklets. I yep. get onto him all the time, like, stop it. Like focus on it's what so we need true. to be doing. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely true. You don't call me out probably enough as I should be called out, but I don't because I like to have a happy marriage. <laughs> but we're gonna we're gonna work on that. Um, I mean, but none of these things are money making activities, right? And and I justify it all the time. Right now, I'm making booklets to send out to clients um, or potential clients. I'm like, yeah, this will be great to to have in the future, and it will be. But that's not what we need today. But that's not what we need today. Exactly, one hundred percent. So guys, again, I think I've said it a thousand times, I'll say it a thousand and one, isolate that one or two activities mm-hmm. that is your 10% money-making activities, right? You just have to put effort, consistent effort mm. into that one thing, right? Uh, thank you for bringing up the word consistency. That's nowhere in this PowerPoint slide, but that's the most that important word. the <laughs> most important part of it, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, and everyone's 10% activity is probably going to look different, guys. Some people, they're like, I am only going to do letters. I'm going to send out letters to people and just farm this neighborhood hardcore. Okay. If that's your thing, that's your thing. Mm -hmm. We love making calls, outbound calls. All right. And go back to episode 24, instant um, for instant results. You need instant action, right? That was episode 24 was things at second real estate. Nothing in the pipeline. That's right. That's, but, but, that's, but that's what it came down to is instant action is instant results, mm-hmm. right? We talked about how we were off on vacation or something and we stopped lead ginning and guess what? We came back and we had nothing in the pipe. Yeah. Well, if we wanted something in the pipe, we had to do something that day about it. Yeah. Shooting out postcards was not going to do it. No. No. So we started making outbound calls and guess what? We had like nine listing signs out. Yeah. That's what it takes. Yeah. Um, so I, I do want to harp on the point that the more passive, whatever your 10% is, the longer it's going to take. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's okay for yeah. some people. Yeah. That right? is going to be the key is like, if you're going to be doing passive sphere marketing, you know, mailers, that mm-hmm. is not a fast thing that you're going to get results from, which nope. is fine. Cause you need to have current and future business mm-hmm. lined up. But don't neglect the things that you need to do today to get the business today for the, you know, doing the things that you think is going to bring it in the future. And I see that. The future is not guaranteed. No. And I I read that all the time. I read one this morning. Hey, guys, I haven't had a transaction in a couple months. I have a mortgage to pay. What side activity can I be doing to make money? And I I cracked up because one of the first comments was, I don't know, a closing is a good activity. Like, yes, that's yeah. where your effort needs to be. Yeah, not DoorDash. Or, right. Yeah. If, I mean, if you start saying, oh, I can supplement, supplement my income doing something else, all you're doing is working yourself out of the career. Yeah, I mean, it sucks when you have no money in the bank account. Like, yeah, I get it. You've got to have something coming, but oh, it's hard. This is a hard business, guys. Like, I don't think we can stress that enough, especially right now where rates are just so volatile. Like one week they're down, now they're back up, you know? Someone, I, I get asked probably once every two or three weeks, like, hey, I'm thinking about going into it. 
what sh- should should I do it? No. And I mean, <laughs> I don't want to say no. I don't yeah. want to discourage anyone. I don't want to discourage you guys. Yeah. I do want you to know that this is a very serious thing. It's a serious career and it is not stable income. It's it's not for the faint of heart, okay? No. If you're an easy quitter, guys, <laughs> think really hard about this. I mean, this. we've even seen some really good agents get out of the business altogether recently. No, yeah. I mean, they're just like, I can't take the stress of it. And I get that. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a very stressful business. I think Johnny and I go come in waves of like who really wants to be leading production and who doesn't because it, it can really take a toll on your mental health. Definitely. Definitely. So just be aware of that. I mean, we don't want to discourage people, but like if you feel like you are a strong individual who Mm -hmm. is very resilient, I think this business takes a lot of resiliency, who isn't afraid to be told no, this could be a really good career for you. It's, I mean, it's the best career. Yeah. It is the best career. I mean, we've talked about it so many times of like, okay, yeah, when we get annoyed at real estate, we're like, what else could we do and bring in the same money? There's nothing we can think of. Nothing. I mean, Except for our friend down the hall here who does logistics. I oh might want to steal his business. For real, I'm going to work for him. That's <laughs> logistics ridiculous. is maybe where it's at. Um, but I think the math, just the math of this career is so good. I was listening to a podcast and they were saying last year, I, I forget when I was listening to it, so it's not current, but last year housing went up 7%. That means you got a 7% raise yeah. and you did nothing you did to earn that. literally nothing. Yeah. That's I mean, such a good point. It's amazing. Um, I mean, over the last three or four years, we've gotten massive geez, raises. Yeah. Right. And I mean, yes. just what people want is going to be found in much higher price points now. So yesterday I got a commission disbursement authorization and I'm like, holy crap. When I first got started, I couldn't make this kind of money in months. Yeah. And now I'm getting it in one closing. Yeah. That's it's, so true. It's so good. It is really good guys. And, and I do want everyone to get into it if you think you can do it. Yeah. And you should probably contact us and work with us because <laughs> we want to help you. Yeah. Do it. So actionable steps, right? That's one thing we promise you guys is actionable steps. So get in your car, get at a desk, sit yourself in a closet, whatever you have to do and define your 10%. What is your one activity that you want to build your career around. And I think you need to pinpoint what is the one lead generating activity. Oh, uh, yes. Thank that, you. Yeah. That you need to be doing to bring in leads and not, and don't hop around from lead source to lead source until you like, it will never work. It, it Honestly, all of them work. Right. But they if you hop work. around, you just have to work it long enough for it to work. Like mm-hmm. for a sale by owners, you better believe the longer that you call them, the better you're going to get. And you're going to figure out the scripts that are going to work. You're going to learn the scripts because percent. the more that you're calling, you're going to learn the scripts. It'll work for you. If you want to host open houses, it's the longer that you do it, the better you're going to get at it. The more clients you're going to be able to acquire because of your scripts, you're going to just get better at it. That was a lesson that I, it took me a long time to learn guys. I was, I didn't play sports. Right. I I never like did anything that took effort as a, like a high schooler or really probably college. Yeah. Right. And that was a lesson I had to learn later in life because I would like get a job and I wouldn't be good at it for the first 30 days. And I'm like, man, what's happening? Well, that's, that's the learning curve guys. Of course I wasn't good at it. I had no fucking idea what was going on. Yeah. I didn't know where the copy machine was. How should I be good at this job? I think that's something that I've learned like with having kids and our son's almost four is like, 
trying to teach him like you've got to stick with something until mm-hmm. you're good at it. Like right yep. now he's he's in a swim class that's like a level or two above what he really should be. And so like all the other kids are ahead of him. And so I think he can get a little bit discouraged and like sure. he's not as good as them. But like the other thing that I've noticed is had we put him in the, the younger class, it was just that they didn't have any availability. We're like, well, throw him in the big class, see what happens. He would be way further behind what he is now. So yes. it's also like this principle of like surrounding yourself with people who are ahead of you and doing something better than you and sticking with it, even though you're not that good yet. hundred percent. You know, people say it a thousand different ways. Never be the smartest person in the room. Yeah. You know, surround yourself, your pe- surround yourself with people who are better than you. It's going to push you to be better. Yeah. And I think that in the same way, Liam being in that class exposes him to so many more skills yeah. that he would not be exposed to. He's yeah. going to pick it up And faster. his teacher is pushing him mm-hmm. further than yep. what, like... He cannot swim. There's no way he can swim yet. But like yesterday, one Monday when we had our class, like he was just like, okay, now push, swim. And like he didn't drown. No. Yeah. The guy just dropped him. And guess what? He he doggy paddled. He figured that shit out. Yeah. He, did, he was not going to drown. So, hey, lessons from a three-year-old today. There you go. <laughs> there it is. So guys, whatever your one thing is, I don't care. I've heard, I've heard a real estate agent saying, I'm going to be golfing. That's what I'm going to do. Every day, I'm going to go to the golf club and I'm going to join someone's group and I'm just going to talk about real estate. <laughs> okay, guess what? Not only did he do it, but he had a lot of really good listings because they're golfers. Yeah, I that's mean, a great point. Whatever it is, just find yourself a way. Find your, your, it's not even necessarily niche, but like find what you're good at. Find. Yeah, you want to be relatable to whoever your target audience is, right? Yeah, um, for sure. I think it is hard to break into a type of clientele that you are not potentially a part of. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think people do have the possibility to break into luxury, even if you don't live in a luxury home, but like, but certainly easier if you live in the neighborhood. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. So whatever that one thing is, guys, all right, take some time, really think about it, figure it out and then just do it Mm -hmm. every fucking day. Don't skip a day. All right. Five days a week is good. Six and seven is better, but five days a week. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. You have to have, you have to have breaks. You do. You do. So guys, like I said, this is part of a three-part series. Um, next week is is really fun. And I'm sure that Lizzie's nervous about it. Um, but it's on the concept of nudging. Uh, nudging is something that I was introduced to because my best friend, Mark, the attorney, we talk about him all the time. His wife is actually, she's a doctor, right? Yeah, she's a PhD yeah. teacher. She's a... She's a psych... Psych professor. professor. Yeah. Um, and that's, it's actually something she's pioneering is this idea of nudging. And it's if you've seen the movie Inception, it's just like that, right? You are putting little things in people's minds to get them to do certain things, all right? Uh, and we'll get into the ethics of it later. <laughs> um, like, oh, okay, great. We're going to manipulate people next well, episode. That's the thing, <laughs> right? Exactly. There, there are ways to encourage people to do things without manipulating them, right? But just a little teaser, who has worked with a buyer for eight months and they don't buy a house, right? Mm-hmm. Guess what? Maybe there's something you could say, a nudge, something, a way for you to make them make a decision. Okay. Not manipulating them, but helping them make a decision. Yeah. And sometimes people just really need to be told what to do. Like they want to do something. Believe it or not. Yes. People are hiring you because you're the expert. They they want to know what to do. They, it's so funny. Is this a good investment? Uh-huh. I have a client right now, very type A, like... 
I would never tell this person what to do. But I did one day. He's like, thank you. That's what I needed. I'm, yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, now I know. That's what I should have been doing. Yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. you do have to do a little bit of tough love because you're kind of their parent in this situation. Like you are guiding them through this You are the guide. Situation. 100%. And you kind of got to be the one to say, hey, look, this is a really good house. We've looked at all these houses. I don't know. I don't know what your script is, but, yeah. you know, guide them through the process of figuring out that this is the right decision for them. It's sometimes really easy. I mean, you in any situation, you can, t- you can tell so you know exactly what someone should do to make the right decision. You know what they should do to change something in their life. It's easier for you on the outside to see it. Yep. And so yep. sometimes you got to you got to do a little tough love. Right on. I'm going to tough love you. And today. Okay. No, you're not. I'm going out for a girls' night because I need a freaking break from these kids. I'm so glad. Who are you going out with? Okay. Do you have short-term memory loss? Yes, obviously. <laughs> Your cousin and Nata. Oh, good. Where are y'all going? I don't know. Oh, see? It's not like I forgot everything. No, but you forgot who I was going out with. Well, it could have been Holly. We were talking about that yesterday, I did too. invite Holly, too, actually. Good. I was like, she's like, I'll probably be here till eight. I'm like, oh, good. Well, you can come out with For us then. For real? <laughs> You're going to be home by eight anyway. <laughs> Nine. Mark my words. No, I don't know. We'll see. I kind of feel bad. I haven't put the baby down to bed two nights in a row. I can't do it a third night in a row. That's so mean to him. I do it all the time, and I'm mean to him. I just put him in the crib and walk away. Oh, my God. The poor kid. Guess what? His ass falls asleep in 60 seconds. I know, but it's so sad. That's what I do to Liam, too. It's how I parent his ass. He started Uh screaming today, so I threatened to pour his uh, orange juice out the deck. And guess what? (laughs) His ass was sitting on the couch and not saying don't a take, word. Don't listen to us for parenting advice. We have no idea what the hell we're doing right now. Our three-year-old is really giving us a run for our money. I have decided that our kids are going to need therapy, so I just need to make more money and just be okay with it. Oh, my gosh, Johnny. Don't say that publicly. <laughs> <laughs> no, we. it's just, I mean, it's hard. Kids change very frequently. Things are hard in their little little brains. and. God, they don't have brains, babe. Their neurons only work in one direction. Defiance? Is that, that the that's one direction? It. That's the one direction, yes. I want what I want. I don't care what you say. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's so it. where we're at right now with our kid. So guys, next week, tips on how to nudge your clients, scripts that you can keep in your toolbox, all the things. Um, and yeah, reach out if you need anything. Reach out to just say hey. We love saying hey to people. Yeah. It's super Leave fun. Leave us a five-star review, please, if you haven't. It yeah. gets us up in the rankings. Yeah. Yeah, guys. We don't really care about the rankings, but we care about getting this podcast out to more people. I so care about if both, we're higher in the rank, I but, don't care about But rankings. less about rankings. You all rankings. know that about me. I don't care about rankings. But I would like this to get pushed out to more people. So I would like to also because uh, this is fun and I know it helps people. Because Sometimes people it's hard tell for me. me. I, have to, I have to admit this publicly. Some days it is hard for me to get on here. This is the get, most fun thing I do. Well, that's good. I get imposter syndrome a lot. I'm like, well, who are we to tell these people what to do? Like, we are average Joe Schmoes. True. So, if you're still here listening to us, we appreciate it. We're just all trying to make some money. We're not trying to be billionaires. Speak for yourself. You're not trying to be a billionaire. No. I Actually, I, I'm ethically against we billionaires. We are both ethically against billionaires. We can talk about that later. All right, guys. Wrapping <laughs> this up before it gets crazy. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>